0: I not of you. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: So, um, uh um uh, hello. Uh,
0: is is this, is this where we begin? Hello. I'm so sorry. I'm new
1: and welcome to another episode of 1 foot on the ground this is uh Johnny and this is Ashley and, and, what and are we today, watching we, today we oh uh, today we are watching uh Cloud Atlas 2012 thank you for telling me that because i forgot
0: you forgot it's uh when the world was going to end <laughs> oh well it didn't and, uh, when, uh what's his name john cusack had that movie yeah it's actually ending like now
1: uh
0: <laughs> i mean kind of i'm i'm <laughs>
1: sort of joking um so how should we which this is the part where i'm i don't even know how to begin talking about this so um, do you want to give go- a description or do you want me to try
0: i was ready i was ready for you to throw it on me uh and i was like how do you describe the movie without saying what they say throughout it like we are all connected you know what i mean yeah i mean uh it's six stories through six generations seven no wait a minute six
1: wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five, oh, six, okay. Oh, I love that my lucky number is six. I love that, okay. Oh,
0: well, look at that. Uh, six stories, um, and they're all, they all somehow influence one another, uh, whether it be big or small. It, the the entire feature is about how our, our actions, whether it be kindness or otherwise, ripples throughout time they have impacts
1: yes that is a very good description of this movie
0: it was a struggle
1: (laughs) 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 well I think I think let's just get into this so like you said there's six parts Uh and I think well okay so the six parts are as follows in chronological order there's the uh, Cathayum Islands in 1849.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, That's there's the nineteen. One with the oh, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. Oh, I was just going to list them real quick. I mean, I, do we have to get into who they are yet? I don't know. It's this is I said this, this is a movie, very difficult thing this one's to talk a about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, okay. <laughs> This is oh gosh where does, I mean good lord it okay it starts in 1849 mm-hmm. and it basically goes f- uh follows a lawyer that takes a boat to the new world right like he's going to America
0: yeah and that's where his Am- his his partner is he keeps talking about his wife
1: oh is she there I Isn't can't he? remember. I really don't remember what happens to him. I know he died.
0: Doesn't he die? So uh or maybe from, he doesn't. So it, no, it's it's um what's his name? Jim Sturgis Sturgis? Sure. Uh, Jim Sturgis. <laughs> it um it plays some fellow who hops a boat to travel somewhere where is undetermined uh San Francisco. And while he's <laughs> while he's on the boat he is accompanied by a tom hanks who is kind of not a guy to be trusted but he's a doctor and while he's living in the ship's quarters he finds a stowaway uh which was a slave that he saved from being beaten right He did not save him from being beaten. He passed out when he saw him.
1: Oh, he saw him getting beaten and passed out. Okay.
0: Yeah. I knew it was something. He's the same slave on the boat. And the slave had said that, you know, he was an accomplished uh, seaman and this and that. But they don't see anything but the color of his skin. And uh, he's just just trying to get from point A to point B, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, Jimmy boy keeps his secret until he's like no I can make a difference and he tells the people of the ship he tells the captain and the captain's like okay so we'll just murder him I don't care like how skilled he is he's a stowaway and yeah then there's like a whole bunch of bits yeah he fights for the rights of this black man and he almost dies at the hand of Tom Hanks Who's poisoning
1: the, him for his his gold? His <laughs> it's gold. <like>
0: jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the stowaway ends up saving him. And when uh Jimmy gets to wherever he needs to go, he meets up with his wife, and at they're at um their her father's estate. and he's like toad's cool. The father's toad's cool with slavery. But uh, Jimmy yeah. and uh Duna is that her name Duna Bay yeah. uh, She plays Somni later on They're like you know what We're gonna adjo- join the Abolition movement so She plays play
1: A white girl In that version Right who Uh. Duna I'm, yes Duna
0: yes Yeah she, she plays she's playing his wife playing a White woman
1: yeah so that is another thing about this movie is the the the, the I
0: don't, <laughs> there's a lot all, of gender swapping and race swapping for yes. all the actors within the film.
1: And the point of that is is that the souls of these people um continue on. Yes. So all of the characters that they play in the different time periods are the same soul, but they're just recycled. So
0: (laughs) yeah. And the way the IMDB. um, So, all right. No, no, let's finish. We're going to get back to that. Let's finish the plot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So after that section, The next section is 1936, where a Mm -hmm. sexy, sexy, sexy English composer, uh, (laughs) played by Ben, um, Ben Sexy Pants. What's his Mm -hmm. name? Ben, no, yeah, no, no, it's Ben Sexy Pants. Yeah, Ben Sexy
0: Pants. What is his real name? Ben, uh,
1: Wishaw, Wish, Wish Wishaw, 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 Mm Wishaw. Um, (laughs) oh god, he's so sexy, I can't stand it. Uh, he basically. Is a composer and he wants to um, compose the Cloud Atlas Sextet, Uh, and he goes to work for Jim. Is it Jim Broadbent that plays him, the guy, the gross guy?
0: The gross guy.
1: The jackass. Yeah, it's Jim. It's Jim.
0: You yeah, you Jim's. Yeah, it's Jim Broadbent.
1: Yes. Okay. So he plays uh, an aging composer that basically it's very obvious to us as an audience that he just uses young people like the sexy dude uh, to complete work or to steal her work and claim it as his own so
0: i want to say in the book from what i understood is that he was actually like old and like blinding or like going blind i don't know why i said blinding he he's going blind and like you know he has people him over but in the movie he just seems like a dick <laughs> like he just needs a servant yeah. to tickle his ivories yeah <laughs> tickle
1: his ivories uh yes so um anyway so he sexy dude uh is in a romantic relationship with a um semi sexy dude
0: uh oh
1: <laughs> no he i guess he's sexy what is his real name
0: James his Darcy. real name
1: is Yes, thank you, James Darcy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he has a romantic, sexy relationship with him, but he has to go off and do his sextet with this old fucker, but he keeps writing him. And when he's with the composer, he finds the journal of Dudeface from the first story. Uh, Jim Stargus? Thank you. So he finds Jimmy's journal and he's reading that and kind of using it as inspiration for his sextet. Um, and then he finishes his sextet and his lover is coming to meet him but doesn't make it in time and my sexy dude kills himself and it's horrifying. And it's the saddest thing ever. I cry All the time when I see it. it, It's 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 pretty sad. That's how they
0: opened the movie with
1: him. Yeah, that was, wasn't it? It, See, to me, it's it's weird because, I mean, like I said, I just watched this and I still can't quite. Like, I know the different stories, but it's like when you watch it. And this might be one of the reasons that it wasn't as successful as it could have been. It is very confusing and hard to keep up with all the stories. Yes. So I feel like if they I don't necessarily think on. linear storyline would have made this better Mm -hmm. but it certainly would have made it easier to figure out (laughs) like i think i think maybe if they had kept the 2321 storyline as the reason to go into the other ones i think that would have maybe made it more digestible If that makes sense. Like, take the furthest one and use that as the way to tell the stories of the other ones. But keep those linear. But, I mean, that's just me. But, I mean, it all ends up being very beautiful. But, so anyway. So, he finishes his sextet. He kills himself. It's very sad. And then we go to San Francisco, 1973. Mm -hmm. where uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry is the main character of that one. And she... Um... Is tipped off about a story by a uh, nuclear physicist who is
0: James Darcy.
1: And he, yeah, he is the same character from the 1936 plot. Uh, So he's the lover of Sexy Dude. Uh, He's very old now. And he has secrets uh, about... This is the thing I'm a little... I don't really I think this is the one storyline that I just don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Like I mean, it's all fine and everything, but it's I don't really know exactly what's going on. I really don't care. Uh I know that she's constantly almost being killed and she survives. Yeah. She loses all of um the evidence to whatever plot was unfolding with the physicist. I, I really don't know. Something about, what, nuclear... A nuclear reactor or something? Anyway, but during this, she gets all the letters. um, Because he dies at the very beginning of this, right? Like, she's supposed to meet him in a hotel and he gets killed. And she finds him dead. So she takes all of his research and information with her.
0: Yeah, uh, she... She's... It's like, um it's like a sleuth like story yeah it's, it's like a, yeah
1: she, Just like, not a very interesting like
0: she, one <laughs> she is uncovering a mystery uh or that a conspiracy is really not important uh, and, she's, and the people who are giving her information because she's a she's a journalist people who are giving her information all of her sources are dying yes and it's, it's like only a matter of time before they find Halle Berry yes so she like breaks into a place and she's getting all sneaky and she meets Tom Hanks, um, again, or again, she meets Tom Hanks for the first time in this, <laughs> in this, in uh, that life. story. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, he's a scientist on site and he could have like turned her in, but he just instead gave her information and then had this monologue about falling in love and then gets blown up in a plane, which I, oh, I yeah. love that part. Okay. He's like, I don't okay. know. I like talked to her for five minutes, but I think I'm in love. Boom. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, and see, this is the
1: part that is kind of oh, it's, <laughs> it's confusing because you get, um, you because we started talking about this movie in chronological order, but it's not how it starts. It starts in the year 2321, right? Isn't that where it starts? Or does it,
0: no, it. It, start, it, start it starts It starts with like gross Tom Hanks. It starts with um, like him on the beach with. 1849. Uh, yeah. 1849. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then but it goes
1: at some 23... point you go to 2321.
0: No, no, no. You're no. You're you were right.
1: Because I you're... remember you, because you're getting this campfire kind of story from Tom Hanks, in 2321, yeah. and the only reason I bring that up is because Halle Berry and him have. Um, a big part in that story. So you right. see them together in that story before you see them together in 1973. Yes, even though it's in the future. <laughs> this is also nuts. Yeah, but you,
0: but you so, don't know. You don't know it's significant until we go back. Yeah, you it. don't
1: know. So, in fact, so, I mean, this whole thing is very fascinating. I mean, just thinking about it broader is it's it's weird. Anyway, so. Anyway, so 1973, she gets the letters between Sexy Dude and uh, Six Myth, um, James Darcy. So she gets those letters and she tries to, she tracks down successfully the sextet. And I guess there's only one recording of it. It was very rare. She found it. Oh, there's
0: there's very few of them. Yeah, there's very few pressings.
1: And, um, when she gets there and uh, uh, i can't remember exactly who somebody's the guy that owns the record store that she got it from was playing it when she came in and yes. i can't remember who plays the record store guy cuz i feel like he was in
0: wasn't he's he? in other timelines as well he's in other
1: timelines too so yeah. anyway but it's beautiful the sextet by the way just the cloud atlas is a it's, beautiful piece of it's, music. It I'm pretty very... sure
0: it's the sexy guy that you're talking about. I'm pretty sure it's Ben Whishaw. Is it him in the record I think store? so. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, think he's the, I think he's the clerk.
1: Yeah. Which is funny because obviously, you know
0: It's it's his recording.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh store oh, Clerk. Like... He was it was him, yeah. I just yeah, it's his I just piece. looked it up. He is him. That is his piece. Um so his soul did get to hear it later. That's beautiful. Uh <laughs> it's all so pretty. Yeah. Um and even she has a reaction to it, like she she felt that she had heard it before, but she couldn't possibly have heard it before. It was I don't know, it's all very beautiful. Anyway, so but basically as you're breaking this down, every storyline the contents of that storyline are written down and get brought up in the next storyline chronologically. So the 1849 events inspire the 1936 events, which then inspires the 1973 events. mm -hmm. And then we go to 2012
0: with... Well, (laughs) just uh, pause real quick. Didn't she... um, Well, one, it's familiar to her because her and your sexy guy uh, were together when he wrote it.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Because he was—he lived in the house. Yes, he was. He was, was having an affair.
0: phoning down with, uh, with Shaw.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's and right. I think, that's right.
0: And I think Halle Berry's, uh, journaling or whatever was turned into a book. Is that right? For like, she, she impacted somebody else in the next one. I'm pretty sure Her... she impacted the old white dude
1: a copy of the report um okay hold on oh. yes <laughs> you are cr- i'm trying to look i'm look i'm using wikipedia by the way we we can't give enough credit to this wikipedia page cuz it's helping me a lot right now <laughs> so i'm trying to figure out i just read all of this too okay so yes okay so timothy which is... Oh, God. this Okay, so, hold on.
0: Timothy's the uh, old white dude, isn't he? He's Timothy um, uh, what's his
1: is name? Jim Broadbent. Yes. And he is the agent or the publisher for a Tom Hanks character who's pretty rotten. He's yes. not very nice in this version. Um, who murders a critic after a harsh review at one of his... Uh, book parties. Yeah, he, <laughs> like throws, throws them over, him over the side the of a building. Of the
0: building. And, and it's... then orders like three fingers of tequila. Yes.
1: <laughs> anyway, it's huge sales for his book or whatever. But then um Timothy, the publisher, um, is living off of those profits while his the author is in jail. Yes. Uh, the author's brother comes to kinda of fuck with him and he goes to hide basically at a nursing home. Right? Is that what it is? Well like no, he's trying he, to
0: he accidentally like he own he owes people money. Or at, yes. at least they're trying to or maybe Tom Hanks's I don't I didn't understand quite exactly where the money came from. Or the Well like, no the money came his from money? the sales
1: of his book. But I No no no, I
0: mean like his I'm I'm sorry, his debt. I don't know where his debt came from.
1: Oh, who knows? I don't know. Maybe there's stupid
0: many. But and then he accidentally (laughs) Uh, like he's or no, he's in hiding. He's in hiding and he calls his brother and his brother's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll help you out. Here, I booked you um this place at this hotel and it's like a nursing home, but like an aggressive one that he just can't leave
1: well yeah he's the nursing home um that he his brother helps him get into has a no outside contact policy so nobody right. can contact he, like, him and he can't contact anybody else
0: he so, signs a, a waiver that yes you, like take his like keys and such and he's like um hello i didn't sign that and they're like yeah you did
1: yeah you did <laughs> um but he, Timothy, is reading a manuscript based on uh Halle Berry's story from nineteen seventy-three, which is how that ties in. Um and I think that's what inspires him to um break uh break out of the nursing home. And then he writes a screenplay about his experience and that inspires the next story. Well, that and the film adaptation or whatever. Yes. Your, your screen is frozen by the way. Yeah, I know.
0: That? I was trying to figure it out. And oh, okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so
1: that, okay. So the nursing home experience is turned into a funny movie yes. and <laughs> like a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that comes up later in the 2144 segment, which is where, um, uh, doo, doo,
0: doo.
1: yeah, Duna Bay, yes. uh, her storyline, her, her big storyline. I mean, she's scattered throughout this thing. Um,
0: well, yeah, everyone's scattered all over, uh, but yes, this is, this is her story
1: her main he's her, the main character her non-makeup of this.
0: story everyone has a non-makeup story don't they yeah
1: there you go that's a that's a good way to do it um yeah that's true so she is a fabricant mm-hmm. she's uh, cloned for slave labor she works at a fast food joint uh and this is in neo soul um it yeah, was just seems
0: to be like soul above soul
1: right yes mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's just like built on top it's of it's kind
1: of like um new new york, new york yeah oh that too there you go I, I feel like that happens in a lot of these things
0: <laughs> yeah they're like you know what this this town's trash let's just build above it in fact I
1: was writing something like that in one of my stories that I never finished so there you go it's a it's a common thread here um <laughs> <laughs> Although mine was because most of the world is underwater because of polar ice caps Because something. of water wall? No. Mine has <laughs> nothing to do with that. So, anyway, um so do 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 she is uh influenced by another fabricant, Yuna, who um has all this information and the writings of the writings and a film version of the uh previous guy's thing so timothy's story so oh gosh so
0: <laughs> wait you you said yuna has writings
1: wait a minute no okay no wait a minute yuna,
0: no but yuna is, yuna's uh, the one that
1: started taking her out of wait a minute, is she sleeping with somebody i can't remember exactly yeah
0: yuna she... is a is a fabricant uh like her she's also an employee at this restaurant of which they don't see the outdoors of ever until their 12 year anniversary where they can ascend which, and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, uh, but so they like they an average day is you know, they wake up from their pods. They go to work. They get humiliated, essentially, by the by mm. consumer. They honor the consumer. And Fuck that they shit. go and they ingest their uh, soap, their little juice boxes, and they go back to bed. But Yuna has been getting woken up by somebody else, by somebody else that works there, who yeah. uh, gets drunk on the soap. But he wakes her up And uh, bones her In the middle of the Restaurant And then passes out And so Yuna just kind of like Explores like The restaurant And she comes across a phone And get- catches A clip of a movie Oh yes mm-hmm. It's the movie starring Tim Hanks um, Of uh, Timothy's uh,
1: Escape from the
0: yeah. nursing Yeah, and the line that he said in the nursing home was like, I will not be, like, subject to this criminal abuse. Yes, And, yes. uh, mm-hmm. really, like, like, um, it really hits her, and so she wants to leave, you know, and she ends up waking Somni, Somni, apologize, Somni, and she she like just wants to share knowledge with her i guess i guess sanmi is her best friend Mm -hmm. she uh she wakes her up she shows the video and she's like that's like like yeah that and uh so on a day when someone was using a condiment as um in place of their penis and uh, child in a childlike fashion, evacuating uh, with like mustard, on the back of Yuna. Uh, Yuna turned around and like reacted because you know she's starting to feel like a person, like it's, like you don't have to treat people this way. And she hits the guy, and says, "I will not be subject to such criminal abuse." And then tries to run, and her boss has a little a little pin, and you know like it's no good because he's like super calm with this little trigger pin and he uh he knocks it and the collar on her shoots whatever through her throat and uh kills her and so yeah so now like Sanmi is like what is going on damn the man save the empire
1: (laughs) 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 so um so yeah, so she and this this section of the movie is one of my favorites.
0: Well, it's the I best. I really
1: loved this one. Yeah, this is this is and this it's was the most a segment. thought
0: out. It's the most. I don't know.
1: This segment specifically is why the Wachowskis were brought in as co-directors.
0: Well, that makes sense.
1: Yes, because they had uh, the Tom. Tom, uh, oof! How do you say his name?
0: Tom Tom Tyker, Tykwer
1: Tykwer
0: Tykwer Tykwer Tykwer
1: Tom if you're listening we don't know how to say your name we apologize you're a fantastic yeah. filmmaker though Uh he really is He he, he did uh Run Lola Run Mhm which is one of I mean good god I love that fucking movie I own it on Blu-ray Uh he also did um and I knew this way back in the day uh i connected it later anyway not the point so uh he did a film called perfume the story of a murderer have you ever seen
0: that i have not but it is on my list
1: it is definitely worth seeing but it (laughs) but it's also one of the strangest things i ever sat through because i was like wait a minute what especially the ending the ending is so bonkers that i was like after sitting there for because it's a long ass movie it's like a it's a it's a whopper whatever it is and i was like very epic i mean epic storytelling but then like i said at the end of it it just has this part of the end i was like what what is what and that was the end i was like okay well Okay. Uh it's worth seeing though, definitely worth seeing. I believe my sexy dude was in that. I think Ben was in that. As far as I remember. Ben
0: not Wish- the point. Not the
1: point Yeah, Ben Ben's yeah, uh, sexy dude.
0: The, what, Tom Tom whatever um uh, Ben Wishall was. Uh but Tom Tykor. Mm-hmm. He also uh, did um, Sense8. He co-directed Sense8 with the Wachowskis.
1: Oh, very good. Very nice. Yeah. Well, that kind of makes sense because these, these two, Cloud Atlas and Sense8, have a lot of similarities. Sort of.
0: With connection? Sort of.
1: with con- Well, with connection, but the connection's a little Except- more exciting in Sense8 than it is in this one because at least in Sense8, you know exactly what's going on. <laughs> 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 Nothing against this one, but it is a little it is I feel like this should be re-edited at some point someday. Yeah. By somebody. Like I really think that that's a a thing that should happen. Um so anyway, so the fabricant. So she uh meets up with the commander of the rebellion, uh Heiju Chang, mm-hmm. um, who exposes her to the band writings of somebody and the film version of uh the the Timothy. Tim story from before yeah uh so that all happens and then eventually tells her that all the clones are recycled into food for the other clones so when they ascend they're going up to be processed into the food so it's kind of like soylent green basically
0: yeah um
1: so yeah. anyway so then he
0: wasn't on board for the rebellion until, like, then. Like, she was like, it's yeah. oh, cool that you freed me. And it's super cool that, like, you know, like...
1: And the special she, effects in my but, segment like, are me. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very well photographed we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, yeah. So I think it was at that point that she finally was on board. So she makes a public broadcast of her revelations... Uh, before she is captured, uh, they kill Heiju mm-hmm. and they capture Somni or Som Som Yeah Som Som Somni. Thank mm-hmm. you Oyve. Somni. Um. What? Did I, I, I say said wrong? You. Somni. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Somni. Um. Anyway, so after she goes to interrogation because i believe the interrogation this this is another issue that might
0: that within her timeline she still has split up timelines
1: yes i i like i said i really think that they edited this badly for public consumption because (laughs) her storyline is being told in flashback while she's interrogation so even her storyline is not being told in a linear Linear. fashion. It's like, oh my God. Like, this is why I said, I think the 2321 section should have been the whole, like it should have been telling the stories in flashback and the rest of them should have been done. I mean, even if you told um, Sanmi's story in a flashback situation, as long as you put it all together in one segment it would have worked. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like, I feel like, okay, so I feel like it should have started off with 2321 with the whole introduction to the thing, which does happen. It it starts with Tom Hanks basically starting to tell a story by a campfire. And he's all scarred
0: and it looks amazing. Like a gouge in his eye, yeah.
1: His makeup is brilliant. It's so beautiful. Then I think he should have started the storytelling and then it should have gone... 1849, with a little thing on the screen (laughs) that said 1849, (laughs) it should have told the 1849 story, then go back to Tom saying some doodly dad of some sort, and then (laughs) then go to 1936 with big letters on the screen, (laughs) tell that whole story, and like that. I think that's how it should have been done. So if it had gotten to 2144 with Sanmi you could have told her story in flashback just like you did but it would have been more easy to comprehend because you didn't have all these other things going on at the same time
0: yeah what like what they the structure of this is just, just nuts it was like they took the stories they chopped them all up and then they just kind of like <laughs> like sautéed them in a pan and then laid it out and it was like we'll go with this
1: yeah well i feel like yeah i mean kinda it's because i always thought watching it that there was some logic to how they edited it like you know giving you this part of this story here giving you this part of this story here but it never has a follow-through with the impact of those parts does that make sense yeah. Like you're just getting the different parts of it, and you're trying to keep up as well as you possibly can. I don't. I, mean, I like I said. I don't think that the editing necessarily worked.
0: Well, it's also that anyway. The like even with Cloud Atlas, the the sex set, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which Wishaw uh, like writes that song, and or composes the song, and it's beautiful, and we hear it everywhere. We hear it. I'm pretty sure we even hear it in the first uh, chronological timeline.
1: Yeah. We hear it yeah. In the
0: store with Halle Berry, we hear it in the restaurant that Zomny is hanging out at or working mm-hmm. at. Uh, and then we all, And then what's his name? Um, her, the guy who the commander that uh, takes her, like saves her from the place. He's also playing it on a piano and yes. i'm pretty sure we hear it with uh the latest in the latest iteration you know like mm-hmm. the song is impacting people in in very like moving ways and it's like i think everyone but it's also not but it's also like something that i didn't get until way later you
1: know yes i
0: i think I think with it and they didn't make it obvious, which is fine, but they did that with so many things that I like, it's like I'm required to watch this movie multiple times in order to like really understand what I just watched.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, (laughs) I, I feel like they could have done that no matter what they didn't have to chop it up the way they did to get that yeah reaction from people like i would have wanted to see this multiple times anyway i mean just for Ben's sexy pants alone i would have watched it (laughs) i I really don't care but (laughs) i'll watch things with him and i really don't care good lord we talked about mary poppins returns right because he was in that he plays um the older version of the original kid in the first movie
0: isn't he in, like, a voice in, like, Paddington,
1: too? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I didn't see that. But um, I only bring up the Ben Sexy and Mary Poppins Returns because he had, he had to do, like, a, what do you call it? When they, towards the end, they have, like, a let's go fly a kite sort of ending. Mm-hmm. And so people are starting to fly or whatever, like, up in the air. Uh, maybe what's balloons i can't remember what it was but anyway (laughs) they put him in like a i mean obviously they put him in a rig of some sort and whisked him into the air uh but but his bulge was so fantastic because of the rig (laughs) i could not pay attention all i kept thinking was this is a kid's movie and i am only looking at a penis like, <laughs> in fact I was kind of bored until I saw The Bulge and I was like oh wow this is awesome What what's happening in this movie it was so <laughs> distracting and beautiful and I have to say like I feel like that's one of those things where it's like how do they leave that in there without fixing that because it's very distracting and all I could think was like the director of this movie is Rob Marshall like of course they're not going to cut that out that man wants to see that man's bulge too he probably got to play with it. Damn it. Oh, jealous of that. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> so fun antidote. The, uh, the final
0: timeline.
1: So now we're on the final timeline. Um, and all of the uh, Sanmi's story and public broadcast and all that Yeah, shit.
0: her, when she, when When her and the rest of the rebellion were getting raided, she said something over a recording that was, Mm -hmm. um, our lives are not our own. From womb to tomb, we are bound to others, past and present. And by each crime and every kindness, we birth our future. And so that, those words were I don't know, written down or heard somewhere because the people of Tom Hanks repeat it like all over.
1: It's like their religious belief.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have like a religion set around on me, or yes, or recordings.
1: Yes. So it finally kind of excuse me, and I feel like in a way and see, this is where I feel like now that we've had this discussion and talked about the chronology of the movie, I feel like I should watch it again (laughs) (laughs) because I really, I've always tried to piece together the arc of the souls because I feel like, cause wait a minute.
0: Cause all right. So well in in Tom Hanks's timeline,
1: In the scarred Tom Hanks. Post-apocalyptic Tom Hanks, right? Yeah.
0: Like, dystopian Tom Hanks. Yes. He's a a coward. Does he
1: end up with Halle Berry? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's what I was trying to get at, is that I felt like the whole time... Like... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I feel like the whole time... Because, wait a minute, Halle wasn't in the first segment was she oh well she was a native woman okay okay so she was in all of them never mind some of them weren't in all of them but she was
0: yes uh, so the, but the, my I,
1: whole thing was that what
0: i was going i was just saying the heavy hitters were in were in all of them like um Hugh Grant and Hugo Weaving were always oh, yeah, which we, were always we, like yeah either bad guys or just really not nice guys like hugh grant was um a bad guy and hugo weaving was like i not so nice like like hugo weaving played like old georgie the guy who's like whispering in tom hanks's ear like his mm-hmm. the 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 devil on his shoulder sort of but then like He's like, no, don't help your cousin or whatever who is about to get his throat slit and then eaten by Hugh Grant. Don't do that. But also know that you're a piece of shit. So, <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, um, But he's also, Hugo Weaving's also the the nurse that holds back uh, Timothy? Timothy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, you can argue that she's just trying to do her job, but she's also, like, a little rude and kind of, like, she's... loves it.
1: Totally cool with it. So yeah, now looking at those on this graph here, <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> get- <laughs> I'm kind of getting like this this thing now where like I was saying, Tom Hanks and Halle Berry's souls, right? I feel like the whole uh, my God, what am I saying? Their souls were meant to be together at some point, but they couldn't because of who he was. Like he was not—he didn't—he was change not ready to be in a
0: relationship. Yeah.
1: He was not ready. It took a lot of souls.
0: <laughs> it took a couple to
1: hundred years. <laughs> but it's like they finally did because even like we we got close in what was it, 1973? Yes, they got close. They didn't get there, but they were close. Um, and then it ends with them like together. Like, they had a in... good
0: conversation, Johnny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying, like, you see what I'm saying. But yes. if you look at Hugh Grant and Hugo Weaving, their souls never changed. Like, there was no change to them going all the way through. They were continually bad people. So their souls were corrupted and there was no change in them.
0: Right. And I think the...
1: And then if you look at some of the but, other main characters like Jim, he was a good person no matter what.
0: There there's uh, the um All right. So there's a tattoo that each main character in each story has. And that's as a as a first viewing, I assumed that that meant that each of these main characters were the same soul as the one we watched before. But also, that doesn't coincide with Tom Hanks, like with Tom Hanks' character, which is like when I read a description somewhere, it said that it was like, yada, yada, yada. It's about a dude who starts off as a bad guy and then like becomes a hero and the only Mm -hmm. person i could think of would be tom hanks who is like a garbage human who was like making some dude sick so he could take his gold and then he overcomes his cowardice later on and helps halle berry reach the top of the mountain and then like they leave and go to like a new world because this one is under like a nuclear plunder uh but that, but then that wouldn't make sense Because Tom Hanks is like In these timelines Alongside all these other people He's not the only one with the little thing So I think it would make It makes more sense that each of these people Are being reincarnated To their other Selves Their other made up selves But like that Was confusing for me I don't know which it is like i don't know the significance of the tattoo if if we want Halle berry and tom hanks together in the end you know
1: yeah i guess because
0: Halle berry has the tattoo that uh winchell had that the had, or uh timothy had
1: so maybe i'm wrong i don't
0: know no you're not wrong it's just confusing it's like which is it it's just
1: yeah it's just
0: tell us um, oh. oh
1: yeah, please. Um, let me see here. What else? Um,
0: well, we didn't finish no, the final uh, timeline. Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, so does uh, he, he? He lets his cousin die. He's a bit of a coward. Halle Berry comes over. Also, we are we're in a future that has devolved. They, these people live on an island. They have a devolved language which by the way i hated uh it's been a hundred years why did your language drop like that
1: we are definitely different in opinion on that because i thought it was brilliant
0: i thought it was the most distracting part
1: no i thought it was amazing i think it made sense like but mm, i feel like if they were going to go for that they should have started devolving the language in 2144. I like it agree. should have started to go backwards because they spoke if, perfectly it reminded fine. me, it reminded me a lot of A Clockwork Orange and which is also kind of like a dystopian c- kind of situation. But with that, specifically, if you read the book, maybe not so much the movie, but I mean, brilliant film. It's Stanley Kubrick. Not going to say anything. But in the book, it was fascinating to see how the language came up because you hear them talking the language through the obviously from the beginning of the book on but some of the things in the book they devolve as you're reading so you get why it gets clipped and and i would also like to point out that we are actually doing this now like language is language constantly
0: changes but if you look all right Language like is over all- abbreviating
1: everything I, like you wouldn't fucking believe, and it drives me nuts. I, <laughs> I don't know what half this shit
0: not. means. Language is constantly evolving, but... W-T-F. If we O-M-G. were to go back a hundred years, like, if the language is not... If the language is devolving, their language devolved, and they were dropping, like, T's, right? Which is fine. It's the way, like, a baby speaks. You know? Like, is what they were doing. But then suddenly when tom hanks needed to get serious he spoke perfect 2012 english when he was like okay i will take you to the top of the mountain like i i really dislike that i'm fine with them creating new words shortening words but it was like a pattern that didn't hold up it did not feel realistic to me. Not that it couldn't happen, not that it hasn't happened, not that we haven't dropped letters. Now, it's just I it's
1: not kind of saw that a different way. I saw that as um the language itself and society devolved. Like absolutely. Language did change and you have to communicate with those people. But I felt like Tom had a higher education and was able to read older text. So he could talk, like a normal person, like us, like right now. But he wouldn't do that in front of the people that he's hanging out with all day long because none of them can do it. There wouldn't well, be any he didn't point.
0: Do it with do Berry, like Halle Berry, either. Until things got serious, like Halle Berry had the same language, and it was it was difficult to listen to. It was difficult to follow them. I, whenever we were in those scenes, I found myself having to focus on their language and what they're saying more than anything else. And it's like a beautiful picture. You know, like I see, I, I mean, I've enjoyed it more had it <laughs> been more intelligible. I feel sort of the opposite.
1: I mean, we're gonna differ on this. I, I feel, yeah, no, no matter what,
0: it, it it's linguistically inaccurate. Is all I'm gonna say.
1: No, I think you're linguistically racist, <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> or some such nonsense. I don't know. I <laughs> you're a language Nazi. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I am, John. No, I I mean, I I get what you're saying, sort of, but I. And maybe this is because of how much I loved A Clark Orange and the idea of, of a different language, but not, uh, not, not romantic, like not, um, like Elvish or whatever for Lord of the Rings or something, you know, like it's not a complete language. Well, it is a complete, I don't know how to explain that. It needs to be. It's just more Interesting.
0: It, to it me, needs to be to have for, something... like, a person to follow. Well, that's the thing. Like,
1: when you, ha- have you seen a Clark of Orange? Yes.
0: Did you understand what they were saying? I, it, John, it's been so long, but I don't recall ever having an issue with their language.
1: I mean, maybe that's just because Stanley Cooper was so good. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> well, maybe I mean that might have something to do with it because like you were saying, there's such a beautiful visual element to that sequence that I mean I I, I mean I think technically you are correct. <laughs> but I'm saying that I loved it and I think it was like, cause I, I that part specifically, it did take me a few viewings to actually get the rhythm of what they were saying to each other. Like it didn't occur to me. I mean, but then but they again, were maybe. Like pig Latin. Yeah, like I I think, <laughs> I think honestly, to be honest, I I wasn't really paying that much attention to what they were saying at all during those segments, because. <laughs> I don't I don't know maybe I just didn't think it mattered if that makes sense I felt like I
0: can I can see that and I can see if you were to like let it go it would be more enjoyable I did not let it go I when I watched it when I watched this recently I was like I can understand what minions are saying more than I can understand them well this is what I'm saying so
1: on further viewings did it get easier for you and did you like it better
0: or did you constantly? It. I don't. I don't think that. It. Like, I. I don't think I could have an unbiased approach, <laughs> because I was still, I under, I watched it with subtitles. It was, and I had to keep, and like even the subtitles were confusing.
1: Oh, because they're still in that language.
0: <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's technically like, English. And then it's, and like I don't think that. Like I think, as much as I make fun of True True, I think. That the true, true parts were mo- more believable than, like, some of the other bits. Or the true, true phrases, rather. Like, it's the true, truth like, because like, they're dropping T's. The T-H's of things. Or they're dropping, like, not, N's? nothing Yeah, they're dropping T's. And so when they're, instead of saying truths like that, that like made sense in to follow along with their language but i don't think i could i don't think it was consistent enough for me to follow all of it if that makes sense okay. like their language I mean, rules
1: and i think this this just might be the 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 argument between the two of us because I mean, I get what you're saying. And I'm 100% sure that when I first saw this movie, I didn't understand what the fuck they were saying at all. <laughs> but like I said, I just watched it. But I think also, for me, I'm used to a visual over a dialogue. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, I don't necessarily watch films to know what they're saying. In fact, in fact, and this is absolutely true until we started doing this podcast
0: you I, with I,
1: I don't think i ever really cared about watching or understanding what they were saying and now i'm kind of like what are they saying and this is for <laughs> films that i've watched many many times that i'm like what are they saying there i just was watching true lies before we started and i had the subtitles on because <laughs> because the sequences with all the gunfire is so fucking loud that I had to turn it down, but then I couldn't hear anything they were saying. So I was like, I'll turn the subtitles on. And I actually did get things that I was like, oh, I didn't know he said that there. And I've seen that movie so many times. In fact, I remember him saying words, but I couldn't have told you what they were. Does that make sense? Yes. So so for me, none of that matters. I mean, like 2001 A Space Odyssey, you... you that is a great example of visual storytelling like whatever they say in that movie yes they are saying words you can put your subtitles on all you want but it's not gonna help you at all with that story because it doesn't matter it it, it literally does not matter what those people are saying in that movie because it doesn't matter you only get this much dialogue in a three hour movie and you're like it didn't make any sense anyway it didn't matter
0: I prefer little dialogue like, those are my favorite, where they say as little as possible.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. But also, in the same respect, so this Cloud Atlas situation, like, <laughs> they're speaking, they're saying things, but it didn't, this is what I'm saying, it didn't matter to me. I was watching it anyway. I was watching it, I was in, enthralled by it. I loved their makeup. I lo- I loved their <laughs> outfits. I was like, I, I just love what's happening in front of me. I really don't care what they're saying. I mean, you could kind of understand what was going on just because of what was happening.
0: Right. Like, it didn't and when matter. And that... when I first watched it, I watched it in theaters. And it wasn't, like, I didn't get subtitles. I didn't have a closed caption device or anything with me. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, so I guess we're just here now. <laughs> like, I'll try to figure it out. They're telling some and kind it, of story. Things are yeah, happening. Yeah, they're telling some kind of story. And I didn't understand how it connected for a good bit. The well, I
1: still don't think we
0: quite. <laughs> well, the
1: <laughs> like
0: so we're we're in we're in the we're in the Tom Hanks timeline, <laughs> and they three twenty one. Yeah, so it's to understand that Neo Saul. Uh, Kind of like went under, we think that we 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 know that there's like some nuclear bits going on because they talk about radiation, mm-hmm. and Halle Berry comes from a different, more populated like the one percent part of the world, and yes. she comes in on her little spaceship boat thing, and she has you know modern medicine and things of that, but she's not supposed to interfere with like these um uh, these- oh. She's almost like a
1: documentarian Like (laughs) She's there to observe and report Not necessarily to interact or help
0: Well what she really wants (laughs) Is to get to the top of This mountain where there's a transmission Or yeah There's There's like a center that has At at the top of this uh, Devil's Mountain Mm -hmm. uh, She knows that there's like Some sort of transmitter up there because the people uh, who yeah. left the planet, they they done dipped and the planet hasn't gotten any better. And so Halle Berry is like, I need to send out a message to save our people, you know. And so uh, Tom Hanks is afraid of the mountains it's called Devil's Mountain. They're not supposed to go up there. I, I know there's cannibals on the way up. There's uh, Hugh Grant on the way up cutting throats and... You know, Scouting, uh, scouting, scalping, and
1: Hugo Weaving's up there too.
0: Yeah, I thought Hugo Weaving was his old well, Georgie, the, the bad, the. Oh, you're right. Never yeah, mind. The guy under his shoulder. He's up there, but he's like always with Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's it's like
1: so- the, Doctor Facilier <laughs>
0: character. <laughs> 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 yeah, so she can put to <laughs> Tom Hanks to take her up, so that you know she can, like, be like, hey, guys, like, where'd you Like, we need help. And I guess there was, like, a point towards the end of the film where they... The was, the... was it the planet that was, like, going, like, bombs away? And Halle Berry took... She was like, you guys can come with me. Or, like, don't. But, like, we gotta go. And Tom Hanks, like, took his whole village and they went and uh, went on to a beautiful planet where he's telling campfire stories and uh, they better listen to their grandma, Halle Berry. Right? Yep. That's yeah. it. But, but the, <laughs> the transmitter area was where Sanmi uh, gave her message. Gave yeah, where yeah, she, she recorded her message. Yes. Yeah. Also,
1: so I thought it was interesting that up until that point... Mm-hmm. and this is where where you were kind of i don't know I, this is what i'm saying i liked the deevolution of the language because <laughs> because in in high, like watching this with a better understanding of the whole situation in general is that everybody before this time was getting their information from documented things.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: everything was sent down in history f- through the written word. I mean, yeah, there was a film at some point, so that helped, but it was also the the writings of somebody. So everything was being, except for the Cloud Atlas, which was music, but, so there's that element of it, but it's also, that's also written down, that's music, but, mm-hmm. But I loved that at the end of it all, their story had to be told through oral. Like it couldn't be written down. I mean, obviously it could be written down, but it wasn't. They were doing it orally. He was telling a story. So I kind of loved that there was a de-evolution of the language because it's almost like they had to restart everything. And now we're telling stories the way that we did way back. And we're going
0: to restart this whole situation and we're going to do it again. I don't know if I would have been able to handle it if Tom Hanks was narrating the whole movie <laughs> in his true <I> mean, <laughs> talk
1: true well I don't think he would have necessarily but, um, no it's
0: not easily digestible <laughs> people are no. like I'm mumbling
1: yeah but I I thought that was kind of fascinating and I also think it's interesting because uh, language in general like even the English language has changed so much from early english like um right if you ever i mean i i had a class and a teacher that could actually speak old english not like shakespeare but before shakespeare even shakespeare i mean it was common for you to talk in that manner it it wasn't like i mean nowadays you watch a shakespeare movie and it's Cute and fun and lighthearted, and everybody can understand everything everybody's saying. But, <laughs> but like, that was not uncommon to use the English language so beautifully and so excitingly. But it also, Old English has so many, it's great. Like, when she started actually using some of it, it was fantastic. It was like you could hear the correct. It was almost like this. It was like you could understand, but not quite. Like you got the gist of what was going on, but you'd have to have it slower. And it like it was. Right. Just, it was very. It was fascinating. But my thing is, is like language in general, and how we've changed it because it's easier for us. Like, um, like knight, like a knight in Chinese armor. It used to have the K pronounced. It was knight. Or knife used to be knife.
0: Yeah, and H's used to go before uh, W's, like ha-what.
1: Yes. And there was also, um, like, my favorite example that she ever gave us was apron. So you wear an apron. But originally, it was a napron. Not apron, it was uh, an apron. Can you grab me an apron? And then it just eventually, because we're lazy and everything, we don't want to say, we like,
0: just well, it's an like apron. Flurring of words. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we got drunk and now it's an apron.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Once alcohol was introduced, it was all downhill from there.
1: <laughs> but I, I think that kind of thing is fascinating, like knowing where it came from. Like, I mean, can you imagine if the same thing happened? Like, if, if anybody from the time when that was being spoken correctly, Mm -hmm. if they heard how we talk now, they'd be like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, it wouldn't make any sense.
0: Well, that's how they uh, write new languages too. But like, in order to write a language, you have to write its origin language and then branch off of that language and then branch off of that. So like for Game of Thrones, for example they the dude who wrote the languages for game of thrones had to write he first wrote high valyrian and then he wrote valyrian which i think is what the the upper class people used and then mm-hmm. he wrote like other like subsidiary languages that like were rooted in that kind of like our latin right mm-hmm. and he wrote like eventually he like kind of like got it a little devolved a little bit like like what you're talking about our languages versus like elizabethan versus like old english yeah like he, he went and got to Dothraki Because Dothraki don't need As many Like they were the the Essentially the Tom Hanks hut people You know like mm-hmm. They didn't need as many words To describe as many things You know like they had horses They had fire they had death Yeah like, I except, mean You know things even... like that Like once you don't use a lot of the stuff you won't You know Even you know, going from
1: english to i mean any other la- i mean <laughs> english we have a lot of fucking words
0: we, we we have a lot of mixture of other languages too though
1: yeah but like if you a try a lot to of learn, our words are not our own which is i tried to learn italian and it's just i mean uh, it's confusing I think I should have started way younger to try to learn a language. I think I suggest that to anybody out there if you're young, learn a language now. Uh, Because it's just so hard to stop yourself from knowing what you already know. Does that make sense? So learning something else, especially when they're not using as many words as you would like we keep we want to add so many words to a sentence even us talking right now like there's just a lot of fucking words we're saying but
0: well our our structure <laughs> is also bonk as well yeah. like um, where our structure is changing and it doesn't uh
1: necessarily... and then there's also and i think uh spanish is the same because spanish and italian are very similar yes but they they have feminine pronouns or what what is it feminine and masculine
0: yes yeah like, there are feminine words and masculine words
1: yeah it's just so fucking weird and it's like, <laughs> it's like trying to figure out what i'm like what i have to do what now with who what no i don't can, can i just yeah. buy and sometimes the it's difficult to
0: determine whether something is <laughs> masculine or feminine
1: <laughs> and that's the thing i i kind of like i love the idea of learning italian i would love to do it but at the same time i get mad at that kind of shit because i'm like wait a minute this is a manly thing and this is a feminine thing?
0: The Cause language? it's kind of
1: sexist. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, when you start getting into all these things, I'm like, wait a minute. So, this is only masculine and there's no feminine version of this. Uh, why? <laughs> 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 like, it must be... I just, I don't know. It's so crazy. It's so fascinating.
0: But... The language that is uh, closest to ours, if you... So there's, there's like, whichever tongue you speak natively, there's a language that is like an easier like stepping stone to. Mm -hmm. Ours for native English speakers is German. Oh no, that can't be
1: true.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely true. I think their (laughs) sentences are structured very similarly, (laughs) but they have more words. The Germans have a word for everything. Oh, I. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't want to learn that
0: one yeah. <laughs> no offense well, Germans, I mean, but, but like I, once I you I learn don't. your second language it becomes easier to adopt more well yeah I guess that's true so maybe to learn Italian you gotta learn some German ASL I mean I tried Spanish I are, took, are similar because of their structure
1: I told you about my French class situation like that's why I stopped going to school because I was like this bitch <laughs> is trying to fucking run me off the goddamn road I'm Halle Berry in nineteen seventy three. <laughs> what a callback. Holy placed. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, wanna be which Halle Berry you were talking about. I just want to be sexy Ben in nineteen thirty six. Or actually, no wait a minute, I take that back. I wanna be James Darcy. <laughs> in 1936 finding so a dead
0: sexy ben he finds him dead john you don't oh want that.
1: that's true no i'd get there before that happened
0: <laughs> i'm he faster did. i have better and legs. that's the thing he hid from him you're ben yeah i wouldn't have Darcy. Been that.
1: no <laughs> i wouldn't have hit anything <laughs> never mind leave me alone i don't like it <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's the saddest fucking thing.
0: You could, have, you could have him in 1973 with Halle Berry and the store clerk.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that one. Addie works at a record store. Hello. Yeah, that's your jam. <laughs> that's my jam. Heck yeah. Prince is about to put out albums at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my Ben. That's my Ben. Oh, that's exciting.
0: There, there you go so let's talk other things because we this, how long has it been we just did the plot <laughs> did we take three hours to do it as well
1: no <laughs> wait a minute there's that more to th- talk about
0: was three hours long oh which all right I think, we... I think the movie would have been better as like an anthology type miniseries with each episode okay. because the stories are good each yeah is good in its own way but sometimes it feels almost forced and maybe that's because it's chopped up in a way that it is where Mm -hmm. like you have to try to understand it otherwise you're just going to be like sitting there three hours gone you know yeah i could see that but i think i would have like i think that this would have worked like even like an amazon prime like streaming series just like a mini series like into the loop yeah. or something you know like no with, i, I got gotcha. you i i would love that i didn't love how much i struggled under like even even before discussing it i just watched it i had to pull up i had to pull up like notes
1: oh to, i did too
0: to do the, I mean, had to pull yeah. the wikipedia and we both have seen this movie more than once yeah
1: i own it <laughs> I watched it, like, before this. Like, like, when I, I mean, recently. Yeah, same. Because I watched all the Wachowski films when...
0: Yeah, I watched, it, I watched it twice this week. The first time I cut up, I, like, watched it in between watching other things. So I was like, oh, I'll just do an hour here, an hour there. And then I was like, you know what? I don't think that worked. I don't think I could describe that movie simply. (laughs) And so I just sit down and watch it straight through. We talked
1: (laughs) about this with something else where, what was the other thing? Where you should cut it up and re edit it differently. Oh, Highlander. Highlander. (laughs) That's why you picked this movie. Two in a row.
0: Highlander.
1: (laughs) Well, with Highlander, I think you should just take things out. But (laughs) with this this one, one I just think it should be just reorganized. In fact, I kind of want to do that. I'm not joking. I, I kind of want could do, to. This
0: one would be super easy to This
1: would be uh, easy to. to do. Yeah. Oh, I might yeah. do that. Because I would totally enjoy that. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> do, yeah, it. Like do it. Yeah, I like it. Do it, and you know what?
0: It. I'll maybe watch it.
1: Yeah, That. Ooh, we could have a little watching party. <laughs> <laughs> watch Chronological Cloud Atlas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one you've been waiting for.
1: <laughs> it's what everybody's been waiting for
0: yeah did you watch did you were you still confused when you watched Cloud Atlas? come watch it chronologically come watch it chronologically yeah. see how you like it then
1: <laughs> I mean honestly, I wouldn't even say that that the segments necessarily have to be in chronological order either no like. You could shuffle those around because I feel like the Cloud Atlas segment with Sexy Ben could be later in the story. Like, I feel like that should be towards the end because getting the revelation of him finishing the sextet is exciting. So that should be later. Right?
0: I mean, you you could deal with any one of them as like a central point just narrating over everything else or just spliced in between anything else. You know what I mean? yeah that's like, true just, like one story being spliced in between the others almost like almost like bumpers for each tale mm-hmm. you get another bit of like Halle Berry on the run or another Actually, bit of this Halle guy maybe Halle
1: Berry's could be the the anchor
0: because that one is the most mystery that's the one you're supposed to be yeah. on yeah yeah maybe yeah. Oh, this
1: is fascinating! <laughs> <laughs> How to re-edit Cloud Atlas? A, a cautionary tale. Uh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we could write you, a book on that. You know
0: this is the one of the most expensive independent films. Did you know it was independent?
1: <laughs> yes, I did. I did know that.
0: Like a hundred. Oh, we have even... budget. What? I'm sorry. It was a. It had a budget of over 100 million dollars.
1: Yeah, it was expensive.
0: Yeah all that makeup. Um,
1: that too. And locations and... Yeah, and the CGI. peoples and things. Yeah, oh, yeah. All um, the biggie masters. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think Tom Hanks was a huge deal to come in and do this. Uh, he's the one that really wanted it to be made. He's like, I... Like, and as soon as he said yes is when everything started...
0: Like, getting happening. emotion? Yeah. Oh, yes. he's America's sweetheart.
1: Yeah. And he... To this day, he loves this film, so I love him for that. Um, <laughs> I know that I know that Hugh Grant joined the cast like really last minute. Like he, it was like he was cast a couple of days before they started. Um, <laughs> and, and I can't sorry, remember why. Got all the evil parts.
0: <laughs> but he Everyone wanted to. to he different. actually. All you get to play scum. He all actually
1: right? wanted to be. He was only supposed to be in what five and he asked specifically that if he could be in all of them so he was written into the other ones um i can't remember all the, there was a bunch of things about that but i can't remember because I, I feel like he was cast like somebody else was supposed to play his characters and backed out of it at the last minute but i i couldn't find out who that was but i know that he was last minute like he was thrown in there real quick Um I always forget Susan Sarandon too She's in there
0: Oh yeah I forget about her I mean, Yeah she's, she's fantastic There, She, yeah, she she's, didn't play like there. a significant uh, She didn't have her own segment
1: No But she, she did was not. in a lot of them She was in four of the six Yeah Yeah she was in 1849 uh, twenty twelve, twenty one forty four, and uh, twenty three twenty one. Um. Yeah, so. Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about the film?
0: There, I I thought that I had a whole lot more, but now I'm just. I feel
1: like we got it all out because i can't think of anything else to say about it i mean
0: no I, besides praising i don't it, know about I, I the mean... tattoos or the reincarnation they're all one but well, they're all they're all I mean, not they're all themselves but they're all one who knows um and i saw me that story with her and um Duna Bay and Jim Str- Sturgis. Mm-hmm. I'm super bad at names. <laughs> I can't pronounce. I mean, aren't names. We all? I, I couldn't uh, either. I liked theirs felt fullest and the most fleshed out. Even though Jim Jim Str- Sturgis in the beginning, like his story with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. it didn't show us that it had anything to do with. Like it didn't show him and her until the end. Well, no way.
1: Oh, yeah. Wait if, a minute. They didn't. They didn't reveal his wife until towards the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, when they were when and, they were, in
1: the first. Now. This is confusing. In the first story, in the nineteen thirty. Yeah. Thirty something. No, I'm sorry. 1849 story. Yeah. They didn't reveal that his wife was. Her until later in the Cloud Atlas hole, like the movie.
0: Yeah, and then they're back together in the Neo um, in the Neo
1: Neo soul soul. section.
0: Yeah, and I I I really dug that, and I thought that they would have been because they had an impactful story as well as Halle Berry and Tom Hanks. I like like we we, we root for them as well. And they are paired off in a previous timeline, yeah, yeah, but I liked the the droplet answer that he gave more than I liked from womb to tomb that uh Duna gave. Do you know what I'm talking about, where no. they're they they say <laughs> they they reveal to duna's pop Hugo weaving or her. Or Hugh Grant, one of those two, that they are not cool with his, like, par- partaking in slavery and they're going to join the, um, the abolition uh, group. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You're nothing but a drop of water in an ocean. And Jim Sturgis is like, what, What's an ocean but a million drops of water? I dug that that as
1: oh yeah I like that that
0: as a a descriptor for the film
1: yeah that's true that's a good one I like that
0: because then I'm not worried about the damn tattoos <laughs>
1: I mean maybe that's something that they cover in the book or something I don't know
0: yeah and apparently the book is chronological oh <laughs> well of course it is uh, maybe we should read
1: that is that on audio can I read it? Can I probably
0: definitely <laughs> the book has like great reviews.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should try to get that, as a and then go audiobook. back and watch the
0: movie and be like, "I got it." I oh, got
1: I got it. it now. I got this under <laughs> control. I fade it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still, I still, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't have brought this up if I didn't like the movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I loved it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's one of those where. I mean, yeah, it, it it it's long. I usually don't watch it in one sitting, like straight through. This is one that I'll turn off and pick back up later because it is long, and Easier. there's so much going on. It's it's like a brain teaser.
0: It it's <laughs> I, it's very long. I a and break. you know what, Johnny? You know what? At some point, they did this thing that, like, I hate. Where they gave like a climax bit and they start winding down as though they're ending. And then there's like another hour left. And the, (laughs) the dark night did that too. And I hate it. And I'm like, because I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm in the the demo or whatever. And like, and then I'm like, Oh, we're not wrapping it up. We are. we're, We're still, we're still doing this. I'm still here. Okay, I guess I'll get comfortable. Wait, is that the ending? No, no.
1: Wait, is it? see, oh, no. I don't think I felt that way about this one.
0: I they like they wound down at some point when they revealed the the two relationships between um Jimmy and Duna, and then they like hiked it back up, and then dropped it down again.
1: Cause I think, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I but. This is not one of the movies that that happened for me. <laughs> I just I get. I'm trying to I think of one funky. that did because I know I've gotten so frustrated with movies like that where I'm like, oh my god, this is still going on. Like
0: <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, that wasn't the end of the movie. Oh, I Why'd know, I know. Music.
1: AI was one of those. Oof. AI. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I know exactly where that movie should have ended. And the fact that it kept going, I was like, oh, no, no. I remember in the theater, I was ready to stand up and give it a standing ovation, and then it kept going. And I was like, wait a minute, what? No, I thought it was over. I literally thought the credits were going to start rolling. And then it was like 20,000 years later or some bullshit. And I was like, what? No. No, we're done. <laughs> we're done.
0: It ended. It <laughs> ended.
1: Um, in fact, I think that the film should have ended where, where where I think it should have ended. Which I believe is probably where Stanley Kubrick would have ended the film.
0: Dude, that's how I felt about uh The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, like, after Homegirl died, and it was like this whole thing, you know, winding down. And then, like, we stayed mopey for another 40 minutes. And I hated that. The Dark
1: Knight, like...
0: With the, the one with Heath, with Ledger? Heath Ledger, yeah.
1: Oh, see, I didn't feel that way about that one. No, the Matt third one I died, felt like. And that then, was like, we had to mope. Long.
0: We had to sit and mope with homie when it's like time to wrap up when we're like two and a half hours in and not not finishing things.
1: I'd have to watch it again, but I don't want to. <laughs> totally fine. <fair. laughs> I mean, I those movies. I recently was like, maybe I should watch those, and I kept thinking, no, I just don't feel like it. I <laughs> yeah. I really just don't. I don't want to. Um, I like the idea of them. I don't like sitting through them. Yeah. Um, especially I mean, the third one. I did not like the third one. Well, I I liked parts of it, but I I think as a whole, it was. I felt this that way about that movie that you feel about the second one. <laughs> like, I thought the third one the third one was like wait a minute
0: no, they did I mean... this, I'm pretty sure I feel that way about the third one too
1: <laughs> I mean uh, he got out of the hole
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was just like it was too like who cares like, like I don't I don't understand how Gotham City would have moped if you're going to bring up that kind of thing if, if they would have moped for that long without Batman like I'm sorry what like pick yourselves up dust yourself off and try it again like you don't need the fucking Batman to figure that out you dumb asses it was just <laughs> it was it was kind of dumb but I loved I loved uh, I'm blanking go ahead sexy
0: girl uh, I don't think I've heard you bring up a sexy girl what is her name? Oh, do you mean like in that movie,
1: Anne Hathaway? Yeah, yeah, Anne Hathaway <laughs> as Catwoman. That was that was fun. I liked turns. That was fun. Um, other than that, I don't care. Oh, and Killian Murphy showing up randomly at one part in that movie. That was fun. But again, it was just like it was like pointless.
0: Yeah, it's like why it are was you showing fun?
1: Us? But it was pointless. It was very. I don't know. they, they could have done better. Sorry guys, I know there's probably a lot of people we just dropped off because they were like, "You just talk shit about the Batman movies." (laughs) I love Batman too, but I I don't. I mean, they're good movies.
0: There's just bad parts, like Cloud Atlas. (laughs) Great movie, bad parts. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And and I love. All right, so this movie, overall, for me, like while I was watching it, I was super excited to watch this, John. And when Mm -hmm. I saw it in theaters. I was just kind of like, oh. I was a little underwhelmed. And I think it was because of, like, you know, all, like, the, the it, like, the movie is telling me that so much is connected, but it's not, like, giving me that information. It's, like, making it w- me, yeah. it's, it's making me find it, but it's making me find it way later instead of, it's, like, It's it- making it
1: too difficult to connect
0: right for like, sure yeah and then it was like it, it was almost like a chore to watch it and I
1: I get that I, get I know
0: that. that the Wachowskis can be pretentious and I am fine with that I'm fine with because I think that they do pretension well you know yeah and no their, they do their jam is always the connectivity of people it's mm-hmm. how every live matters. And I, I'm down for that message, you know? Yeah. It's, it's in everything, except for, like, The Matrix, where, like, everyone matters, but, you know, like, you're the savior to Neo. Um, <laughs>
1: Which was he? I mean, I don't know. That was confusing.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think in the later ones, it kind of, like, expands a bit more. But the only one I can fully remember, whenever I think of The Matrix, I just think of, like, Neo being the one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I mean, think well, I think I think the interesting thing about that, if we're going to bring that up, mm-hmm. was that I think technically he wasn't the one. I think the only reason <laughs> right. that he was the one was because he believed that he was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is what uh, Morpheus was saying the whole fucking time. Um, but I think that's true. I think he, he technically probably wasn't the one. Like, there is no one. But he's just the one that ended up getting it done because he believed that he could. So he did. Power's inside of you the whole time. Exactly. The power was inside of you the whole time. I love that. Uh, (laughs) Boom, man. (laughs) Oh, I saw something, and it made me think of you. Um, Somebody posted that uh, America is basically proof that If given a Mogwai, they would take over in like a few seconds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: don't tell me what to do, and tosses them in the ocean. (laughs) After midnight. Yeah.
0: Don't get this wet.
1: (laughs) Seriously. Uh, It's kind of true. Isn't that scary that that's true? Like,
0: (laughs) it's hilarious. Uh,
1: It's sad, but it's. That's absolutely true. (laughs) Don't tell me not to do something. I'm going to do it anyway.
0: Yeah, you're not my mom. And
1: then you kill the world. Yep.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Thanks, America. Yeah. You're making it difficult for us to record. Thanks, America. (laughs) All the issues we're having with these audios.
0: Yeah, every week it's something Uh, new.
1: It is something new. I'm I'm knocking on some wood that it's not happening right now. That was me. <laughs> Seriously. That Highlander okay. situation stressed me out so bad. The what? Our Highlander situation.
0: Oh, yeah. I recorded eight ad- I it was ADR. Like I I hated it. <laughs> I had yeah. to I had to <laughs> I had to voice over myself. Which is fine, but then I also laugh like a ton, and fake laughter is really difficult. I hate. Wait a minute,
1: you didn't do the whole thing, did you?
0: No, not the whole thing.
1: Oh God, I was like, did you really
0: sit and do that whole thing? I <laughs> did. I transposed the first like <laughs> ten minutes.
1: <laughs> oh geez, yeah, because that was that was. Nuts, and I was getting so stressed out. People don't know that, and now everybody knows. It stresses us out sometimes. Yeah, we
0: get. I mean, editing,
1: episodes out.
0: I I love <laughs> editing, but I when I was doing the ADR for that, I was like, this is why it was so easy to not pick up more freelance jobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. So, what is your?
1: Oh, uh, okay. Um, I was going to say final thoughts, but I guess we kind of... Oh, I just did my
0: final thoughts. What are your final thoughts, Johnny?
1: My final thoughts was... Yeah, I um, love
0: the connection, but I hated the connection.
1: Yeah. I will say I love the film, but I think it could be edited better. Yeah. It could be Um, re-edited. I definitely recommend people watching it. I absolutely would. I would not hesitate to recommend this movie. But just give them a warning. I mean, I do that with all the films I love. Like, I love this film. You might not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is technically a good film. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not you understand that, not my problem. Yeah. Um, so uh, I would give this one. Some, uh, uh, I don't know. Seven Toes? Seven Toes. It's good yeah i'd give it seven
0: seven is a good rating yes
1: yeah seven toes
0: seven's good i will say that i after holding up all the stories and even us right now talking through the the stories in chronological order i mm-hmm. liked it more <laughs> while we were doing I, that. can i say i kind of
1: feel the same way i mean i always loved it before but Actually, going through the Wikipedia page and then talking about it with you, I was like, I actually like this movie a lot more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still like think now that that it's a miniseries. I would like to see yeah. one on its own. And they can dedicate more time to each story instead of cramming yeah. it into three hours.
1: I I, I feel you. I yeah. feel like that's kind of what Sense8... Like, you know what i mean like that was their i love sense eight <laughs> yeah i love sense eight but I, i'm saying i feel like that is how cloud atlas could have worked yes if they had done it
0: um because yeah. that's a very episode, similar each episode yeah. of that feels long too even though it's yeah. like 40 minutes and to that
1: an oh my god like it's the editing and all that. yeah the editing is just mind-boggling i'm it... yes <laughs> like oh that's a lot of information for you guys to actually keep up with and figure out. And you have, charts, have a lot sure, of storyboarding
0: somewhere. for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, had to, I had to wheel it around everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> we were talking last time. <laughs>
1: we were talking last week when we, when we brought up these things too, yeah. that like when you're on different continents, you know, playing different parts and doing different things in the same scene. Um, and it always makes me think of, the film Titus which was directed by Julie Taymor and it stars Alan Cumming, Jessica Lange, whole bunch of fantastic people. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I thought was absolutely fascinating was first of all, how good the actors are because I don't think anybody quite gets how hard an acting job can be until you're presented with something like that where like for Sense8, how hard that is to actually figure out and have it all planned out in your head ahead of time to make sure that you're doing it correctly. Because in Titus, um, they filmed two camera angles on the same scene in two different countries. So, <laughs> and this is, I mean, you would never know that because, you know, Jessica Lang walks up to the steps In I think it was Jessica Lange or maybe it was Anthony Hopkins whatever not the point somebody walks up to Alan Cumming and when you're looking at it from over Alan's shoulder it's in like Italy or something but then the reverse shot looking at Alan from over Anthony Hopkins' shoulder whoever it was like I think it was Anthony Hopkins is is Germany I think so (laughs) and that's what I'm saying like you don't know that as an audience member you're just watching a movie it doesn't matter at all but if you're watching it knowing that it's fascinating because alan Cumming like takes a sip of his champagne at the exact same spot in both takes and it's like that's mind-boggling to me that you were able to figure out exactly when you needed to do these things and it's all during shakespeare probably
0: he probably was like (laughs) bring me the clips Bring, bring me the daily Bring me the clips <laughs> Like I need to see it okay. I Well gonna... I was also
1: thinking If this is Shakespeare I mean I think of this all the time when I'm watching anything Because you know me and continuity errors I cannot stand continuity errors Because in my opinion Everybody should be Alan Cumming <laughs> Like everybody should be able <laughs> to figure out Exactly when they took a sip off of something To make sure that all their takes Are going to be consistent So that they can be edited however it's needed I mean, I can appreciate somebody like Stanley Kubrick making a film and doing multiple takes, but you also have to get that he knows how to manipulate a scene to get what he needs out of the actors for different parts of the same scene. But in a situation like Shakespeare, and like like I said with Alan Cumming, or anything, it doesn't have to be Shakespeare, but I'm saying anything, um if you're reading a script and you're practicing this in your whatever when you're doing it like taking a sip of something if you have an object in your hand you have to make sure that that object is logical throughout every take that you do does that make sense yeah like i i i i don't i'm i hate when they do stuff like that and the editing is like or the acting and just it's it's on it's on both
0: it's on the well there's a there should be a person who watches for continuity yeah oh yeah Yeah. there's someone on set that that is being paid to to make sure yeah yeah
1: there is um i would love that job can i have that job can somebody give me that job uh because i'd be good at it believe me (laughs) um Because like at the end of American History X, that is one of my least favorite continuity errors in the entire world. In fact, it makes that movie unwatchable because you're watching this entire film. The film is called American History X, which is the name of the paper that he writes that is so important for his class or whatever it is. So at the end of the movie, um, huge spoiler right now, (laughs) when he gets killed in the bathroom, in one take... He throws the history paper that he wrote. In one take, he doesn't. And they edit the two together. And I'm like, um, hello? Who is not looking at the paper that was so important through this entire fucking film? You're gonna look at it. It's like the name of the film. And in one take, it's flying out of his hand. In the other, it's not. Like, why
0: would you do that?
1: Who on earth would do that? you would retake it or you would edit it so that it didn't happen
0: that also could have been on the the editor and the director would have been watching that too yeah there's there's They're a lot all of, fucked like, up where <laughs> the director could have asked for oh let's get a take where you throw it instead you know and then when the editor's editing the editor didn't notice and i I mean but this is what i'm saying the director would be there over the shoulder like watching these reviewing these you know giving His or her seal of approval and you know like misses that
1: i mean but you see what i'm saying
0: yes i absolutely do like
1: i i don't know how that didn't make it through like Like somebody somebody needed
0: to be like wait a minute these are two different shots (laughs) so if they are two different shots you have to cut it in a way where it's not
1: it's not noticed that it's two different takes Right. I mean, because I've filmed things before. I've had to edit things before where it didn't quite match up the way that I needed it to, but I was able to fix it or manipulate it so that it would work. So that you wouldn't know right. you can that even just
0: didn't... insert like for like that. You can even just insert like a, like an extra scuffle. Oh, I just hit my mic. Um, an extra scuffle no. from a different angle. And yeah. then, like different... that—that's just like more disorienting. And then the paper's gone. And then, boom, like yeah, you you like, have to that's believe what I'm saying. you have to have that reasonable doubt. <laughs> there or... is
1: a there is a way to do these things. Yeah, and um, it's funny too because when we talk about how I mean, this is what I'm saying. I probably could have that job and I'd be very good at it. But because I notice when I'm watching films where they definitely had two different takes. And they didn't quite match up, but they did the best job they could to make sure that it looked like it did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure to most people, they wouldn't notice that shit. And right. maybe, I don't know, maybe people don't notice that because everybody fucking loves that movie. And I'm just like, but did you not notice the horrible air in the <laughs> in the climax of the movie? Yeah, but it's they forgive like, it. Um, like,
0: you forgive the language in Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you. Um, yeah, okay, fine, I guess. I don't know. It just, for me, that that's different though because that was planned and on purpose. <laughs> American History X, that was not planned. That was not on purpose. It was a mistake and it should have been fixed. Um, it, it should, I mean, it's <laughs> just you
0: had somebody, one somebody job, re-edit people. American History X so John can watch it. No, I don't want to. I hated that movie. <gasps> I,
1: I really did. I hated it, and I, I probably hated it for all the reasons that people <sighs> morbidly like it. I like, it's just like, um, what is that other horrible movie that I hate? Scarface. It's like the things that people love about that movie, I'm like, but did we watch the same movie? I don't understand how people enjoy that. You're literally rooting for something that you shouldn't be rooting for. I don't understand it. You're trying to emulate something that you shouldn't want to emulate. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, ew. Because I remember when American History X came out, the biggest talk of the town was the horrifying scene where he killed the guy on the, the curb the curb, the, the yes. horror, you know, the, yeah, and I was no, like, the, the curb's I being. don't yeah. ever want to see that. Like, why is that something that you're saying, oh, my God, did you see this movie? It has this thing. Uh, that's not a selling point for me. I, I don't want to see that. I mean, it's almost like when people talk about Full Metal Jacket and they bring up the suicide. And it's like, this is not a selling point for me. I mean, yes, I do love Full Metal Jacket as a whole film, but that's not why I wanted to see it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like,
0: well, the I will say that the curb stomping scene is why I haven't revisited that movie. I I it I was have it, no was, like a, it was like a it was like a a point of like trauma for me as a kid.
1: Oh yeah, no, I I a hundred percent agree with you, and I back you up. I mean, I will say that the, the bad editing at the end.
0: I mean, that sealed the deal <laughs> yeah. for me. It was I, like, I, I well, I'm not going to watch this again remember- anyway. Of- I did not remember the curb stomping scene until you brought it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Hey, because that... when you were complaining about it, I was like, "Maybe I'll rewatch that later." And I'm like, "Nope, never no. mind. I don't need to."
1: No, no, please don't. It's awful.
0: Um, yeah. Right on. <laughs> uh, so Cloud Atlas. I would give this. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, we. I'm sorry. Yeah. I interrupted. I
0: think I would give this. I think a five five out of ten that's a foot it's like one foot and that's higher than what i was going to give it i was like there's no way i'm rating this higher than highlander (laughs) oh that's funny (laughs) now what would you recommend for people who enjoyed this film
1: oh well they probably didn't but uh
0: (laughs) no there's a lot of people who love this movie john i think it's just me to be honest i I think Um... i'm i'm giving it the lowest score what Ever. would
1: I recommend? What would I recommend? What would I recommend? I oh, should so have people, fucking thought about this. Box
0: office. They like bombed in the box office. But I really that, did. People like love it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, they did not make their money back for this movie. <laughs> no. Um,
0: they, <laughs> um, big swing. What? I said it was a big swing. Oh, yeah. Um, what would I recommend? What would you recommend? I'm having a hard time would recommend uh, If you liked this You would probably like Darren Aronofsky's uh, With Hugh Jackman The Fountain <gasps>
1: Oh I'm so jealous of your selection
0: mm-hmm.
1: I fucking love that film
0: See there that, it is <laughs>
1: That <laughs> That Is a well told <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well told stories, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, yes. Or, or if yeah, you want that, something oh.
0: more sad, if you liked this, but like it really didn't have enough heartbreak for you, um, uh, or drugs, the fountain is heartbreaking. You, you could, well, no, I mean, <laughs> Cloud Atlas, if Cloud Atlas wasn't heartbreaking enough or didn't have enough drugs, you can all swing the other direction and do um, Requiem for a Dream.
1: Oh god, well. Oof. You're trying to yeah. kill people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful film, but it's very...
0: Yeah, that one made yeah. me real sad with the uh, with the older lady and the... Oh, my
1: God. See? Okay, so i got to bring this up since you brought it up. So when that movie came out and everybody was watching it, of course, um, it's a fantastic film. It really is a very well-made film, obviously. It's Darren Aronofsky. He's brilliant. But anyway, mm-hmm. so when that came out, like, everybody always hated what happened to um jennifer what's her name jennifer oh Um,
0: i know who you're talking about but the girl the the one that ended
1: up having sex for drugs
0: and everybody felt so
1: bad for her
0: the one who was tied up for a good long time
1: was she i don't remember that in the hotel uh sure
0: right on so uh, jennifer what is her
1: name Jennifer Labyrinth. No, Jennifer Connelly.
0: Jennifer Connelly. There you go. the Bride of Chucky, uh, John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not Jennifer Tilly. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, but my thing was, like, everybody had this thing for her, and I was like, uh-uh. It's all about Ellen Burson's character. Like, that was the most heart-wrenching part of the whole movie. It was because she's the only one that had no idea that she had a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, she had no clue. Like, the whole yeah, time it was like she was yeah. devolving into this drug addict that she had no idea that she was doing. And then she couldn't come back from it. She's the only one that could not make a choice to come back from it because she was too far gone. And it's like, oh, my God. And that's what pissed me off about people who were like, oh, my God, Jennifer Connelly, I can't believe she had to have sex with a dildo. I'm like, um, she chose that. She wanted to do that. Like, don't get on that about me. Hello, Ellen Burstyn. (laughs) Fuck y'all. And she should have won that fucking Academy Award. Just saying. She should have (laughs) won. It should not have been Julia Roberts for Aaron fucking Brockovich. Give me a fucking break. It should have been Ellen Burstyn.
0: Different time, John.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. God, that was sucky. In fact, I... I think it was that, and then uh, when Kate Blanchett didn't win for Elizabeth, that I just kind of stopped watching the Academy Awards because I was like, "Y'all are fucking this up. <laughs> What's wrong with you?" And Daniel Day Lewis, he didn't win for uh, "Gangs of New York." I was like, "What?" And then of course Glenn Close constantly getting fucked over.
0: Like, well, yeah, nah,
1: you guys are but, fucked. Yeah, always. <laughs> Academy Awards don't mean much because they're not really. That re- oh, we'll talk about something else when we're done. Uh, <laughs> a teaser for all you guys out there. You'll die to know what we talked about afterwards. Um, so, my recommend.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's hear
1: it. <laughs> the long way to get to it. Uh, I'm just going to pull something out of nowhere. Um, I mean, I gave You know two- what? I have to. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think if you liked this, but... Um, want something easier to digest but just as fantastic like uh as far as content i would say jupiter ascending
0: Ooh, that's a good one because
1: i feel like that was a better job (laughs) at telling a complex story in a way that was easy to digest
0: yeah jupiter ascending i need to know more they like started building a world and then just like didn't get the funds, and I'm like, "Where's my sequel to Jupiter Ascending? Where's my trilogy or a series? Yeah,
1: or yeah, a trilogy, a trilogy, be fine, or a Netflix series, yeah, or something. Somebody, Maybe we should start that campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Open those studios back up, kids. Let's get some balls rolling. Uh, so yeah, right on. That's it.
0: Yeah, what are we watching next next week? I have no excuse me, no clue. That's you. Oh goodness, that's me. Uh, Demolition Man. <laughs> let's let's go late.
1: Oh yes. Okay, I'm down with it. Excellent. That's on something right now. It's streaming. something.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure it's streaming on Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. So, uh, so if you if you kids want to follow along, hit up that Hulu. I mean, watch some who Demolition hasn't Man. already
1: watched Demolition Man? <laughs> what was that? But let's. I said who hasn't already watched Demolition Man? But. Uh, I guess there could be some youngins that yeah, don't even know Yeah, people it who weren't
0: alive yet who didn't know Man, how good oh, it Oh,
1: God. That's and scary. And the demolition is uh, <laughs> going
0: to look very much like a documentary of our current days.
1: Oh, it's going to look scary. So pumped. Um, yeah, cool. I love it. Excellent. Catch us on the socials, One Foot Podcast on the Instagram and the uh, Twitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, One Foot on the Ground on Facebook, uh, onefootpodcast at gmail.com for all your inquiries or what have you. Oh, oh, or to oh, tell what us, have hey, <laughs> re-edit this movie for me. <laughs> Please don't ask me to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah who's uh, going to yeah.
0: do all of our re-edits for us?
1: Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. Maybe you should volunteer <laughs> as tribute to the editing. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so whoever you are, uh,
0: onefootpodcast at com. Yeah. Yeah. Anything at all? All then. Bye-bye. <gasps> Jupiter's ending. is <laughs> good.
1: Ha <laughs> ha!